you go to Israel and you go to many of the biblical sites, the buildings from even the time when Peter wrote this epistle are long gone. But the words that Peter wrote, here they are before us. Welcome to the weekly edition of Strength in Truth. Does it matter what version of the Bible we use? Should we use modern Bible versions or stick with the old King James Version? In this episode, we listen to an address given to the Bible class at South Chard Strict Baptist Chapel, England on Sunday the 17th of September, 2023. title for our subject this afternoon is Bible versions and I'd like to look for a short while at uh, two of the verses we read so from 1 Peter chapter 1 and um, verse 24 and 25. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. The word of God endures forever. Just as God is unchangeable and just as God endures forever, so his word is the same. You can't pull them apart. They're God and his word are the same. His words endure forever. And we see it says here that flesh is grass. Um, the grass grows and, and flowers grow and the, it's not very long before they're gone. And that's exactly the same with us, flesh. We are flesh. And our lives are, are like a vapour which vanishes away. But in contrast to this, the word of the Lord endures forever and even things that we we think are, are quite permanent we might look at old buildings and we think they're going to be there for ages but if you go to Israel and you go to many of the biblical sites 
the buildings from even the time when, when Peter wrote this epistle are long gone. But the words that Peter wrote, here they are before us. And so the word of the Lord endures forever and we need something which is solid. It's no good us having something which is uncertain and changeable. Everything in life is, is changeable. Our health, our strength, we might think, especially when we're young, that nothing can stop us, but even our health can go, and the people in our lives, our friends, our jobs, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. And so we see God's word like him, endures forever, it's unchangeable. So just bringing those thoughts then to considering Bible versions. Now, you only have to go on a, a Bible app on your phone and you'll see how many different versions of the Bible there are in English. And if we were to go down the road to the Christian Fellowship or to go to the Baptist Church in Chard, we'd probably find they were using a different version to the version of the Bible that we use, the King James Version. So does it matter what version of the Bible we use? Well, of course it does. Especially when there's many differences between the King James versions, Version and, uh, and many of the modern versions. Now, if you're driving along the road and you, you had a, a speed limit sign of, say, 30 mile an hour, but there was also one above it that said 40 and another one that said 50. Then you wouldn't know which speed limit you're meant to be following. Some people might choose to go 30, some people might choose to go 50. And so the Bible is, is our guide of right and wrong. It shows right from wrong. And it's not just the guide, it's the authority of what is right and wrong. Um, and so we can't have... We can't pick and choose what we... what our preference might be with these things. We need authority, we need a solid foundation.
And just as if we're reading a map and uh, the map has maybe we're trying to look for somewhere on that map, but it's got the same place in multiple places. We wouldn't know where to go. And the word of God, it points the way to heaven. And so we must have certainty. And as I said, many of the, the new versions differ in, in many places. There's even um, there's many important texts that, the meaning has been been changed or is, is different to, to what we have um, in the King James Version. Now, it's a, it's a big subject and I don't want to go into too much detail, but we do need to have some understanding of why we use the King James Version and we, we, we can't go into all the reasons now. Um, but the, the King James Version that we have, as with all English versions of the Bible and, and, and all translations of the Bible, uh, they're translated from uh, the Old Testament, which was in, originally written mainly in Hebrew, and the New Testament from Greek. And the King James Version was the Old Testament was translated from what's called the Hebrew Masoretic text and the New Testament um, from what's called the traditional text. Now, the, the original scriptures, as I said, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew, New Testament in Greek, and the, these, the original copies, the original scriptures were copied by hand. They didn't have photocopiers. They didn't have um, computers. So they were copied out by hand. And when the King James Version was produced, um, the, the original copies were no longer in existence. They'd, um, a long time before they had been destroyed. So the translators worked from copies and the copies of the original manuscripts and there's not much uh, debate about the, the Old Testament. It's really about the New Testament where there's a lot of um, differences between the, 
the King James Version and the other modern versions that we have. And so the, 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 really the group of texts that the New Testament of the King James Version was translated from, as I said, was called the traditional text. And the traditional texts really represent um, the majority of the um, manuscripts and fragments of manuscripts um, that are in existence um, for the New Testament. And this, the majority text was for hundreds of years the, the, the text that translators used and then it wasn't it was only until about 100 and, about 150 years ago that um, two men um, named Westcott and Hort they produced something called the critical text and so this was their their um, the, the text that they'd compiled together for the New Testament. So they, it was a New Testament text called the critical text. And this is the text which most new translations use um, for the New Testament. And the critical text relied heavily on, on, on two old manuscripts which were discovered. But the church had been using the traditional text for hundreds of years and suddenly, 150 years ago, the critical text appears and, and suddenly we have hundreds of years of of certainty, um, we, we suddenly have these scholars um, coming up with something new and saying the church has not really had the correct scriptures to translate from all those years. And this, the critical text is actually so they've been doing further editions and it's now in its 28th edition. And around the time that the critical text was first, uh, Westcott and Hawke first produced it, was all a similar time to the time when Charles Darwin's theory of evolution was becoming popular. And uh, so we can see that it was all around this time that the everything, all the traditions of the past and all the things of the things of the past that had always been thought of as solid were being questioned. Um, but 
But as we considered at the beginning, God's word endures forever. And God would never leave his church through all those hundreds of years. He would, have, would never leave them to not have the true word of God, to suddenly discover it after hundreds of years, um, which is essentially what the critical text, the, the, the people that developed it were implied by um, the production of the critical text. And so, They, they, as I said, it's now in its 28th edition and modern scholars have really, they just keep revising and revising and some, they, they're just, um, they, they've actually really abandoned all um, hope of, of finding the, getting the, the accurate text, that's what they think, but there is no doubt about God's word. It's doubt that has been introduced by people applying their own critical reasoning to the word of God and God has not left his church without his word. He's not left them an uncertain word, but through all the hundreds of years, even since this epistle was written by Peter. He's preserved his word through all the, all the many um, copies, the manuscripts, the thousands of manuscripts which um, form the traditional text and the church have always had his word which endures forever. Thanks for joining us today. Look out for the next episode in a week's time and don't forget to like, follow and subscribe to Strength in Truth and share it with your family and friends. That's all for today's episode. So until next time, goodbye.